you are invited to join the Fueled by Faith membership community. Inside this membership, you will have access to a Telegram text thread where you will find other female leaders that are getting filled by the Holy Spirit daily. You will also have access to our monthly virtual Zoom calls that are all about connection as well as getting the word and being connected to the women that are inside the community as well as the Lord and the Holy Spirit inside this membership. There's also a monthly meetup for those of you that are local to Wilmington, North Carolina. But don't let that hold you back if you are not local to Wilmington, North Carolina. We are looking to grow the Fuel by Faith community within the next couple of years. Let me bring you into the global vision that is starting here with this Fuel by Faith community here in Wilmington, North Carolina. For those of you that are looking for community, that are looking for in-person meetups to meet other faith-based and driven women that are leaders inside your community, we are looking to expand in the next couple of years where you can have access to a Fuel by Faith community right in your backyard with ongoing chapters that continue to add and pop up. This is where we are headed in our vision, and we would love nothing more than to hear back from you if you're not local to Wilmington, North Carolina, if you would be interested in having this in your community, where that's located at, and giving you the blueprint of how we can get that started. If you want to join the membership or you're looking for more information on how to bring Fuel by Faith closer to you, just send us an email at info at sheassistyou.com or find us on Facebook inside our community and send us a message at the Fuel by Faith community page. Welcome to the Fuel by Faith podcast. I'm your host, Emily Vermeer. As a wife, mom, and business owner, I found myself stressed, anxious, bitter, and overwhelmed the majority of the time. Constantly taking care of everyone else, getting to my agenda, you know, the basics, food, water, working out, devotion, and quiet time. If I had the time, which either rarely happened or was just a check off the list, it was when I was searching for a community of women that I could invest in and get support from. God spoke through a friend of mine that this is something that I would create. So here we are, the Fueled by Faith podcast, giving female leaders like yourself a fill-up so you can be encouraged, equipped, and empowered daily by plugging into the Lord and allowing Him to overflow in your life so then you can overflow into others, ultimately moving the needle forward for the kingdom of God. God. So sister, let's dive in. Hello and welcome to another episode of Fueled by Faith with Emily Vermeer. I'm so excited to get back into the swing of our regular podcast. Now that our But God series is complete, we are going back to encouraging equipping and empowering you through solo episodes with myself and then bringing back guests to 
just fuel you with their stories and what God's doing in their lives. And so to kick us back off with an episode of Fueled by Faith, we're just going to have a raw heart-to-heart talk today with kind of allowing ourselves the space to go through God's timing and what that actively looks like on a daily basis. Because like I'm sure you guys are thinking, when we share the word surrender or trust, it's easy for us to say the weight of those worlds, of those words hold true in our daily actions and how we walk them out. And it's just so interesting to see how God moves and in being in this position of bounding fueled by faith and collaborating with the Lord in this ministry work. It is interesting to walk this out on a daily basis because it is a requirement of mine to to lead this path. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about what this looks like, how you can walk out this full trust and this full surrender in your life when maybe it's a really tough to do that. So I want you to just reflect as we're talking on some moments where life has completely blown up and something has happened, something was brought to your attention, like big life bombs is what I call them. And when those things happen, maybe you received bad news or a family member got a diagnosis or maybe even passed away, Um, maybe some sort of trauma or or tragic thing has happened um, and it's impacted you and your family. When those types of things happen, our day-to-day operations do not stop for the most part. When I say this, I mean like our requirement to go to work, to um, take care of ourselves, like feed ourselves, feed our children, pick them up and take them to school, our daily activities that are routine for us are still going. The world is still turning when this huge monumental thing happens in your life. And and foremost, it is typical that we want to go and isolate and hibernate and not be seen, not be out in the world not go out when we're required to. And I honestly think that that in itself is is God moving to move us out of the situation um, or or not keep us in, in those moments. And that's where he moves and that's where we can find his goodness outside of our situation, outside of our thoughts that can keep us where we're going. And I've had one of these situations happen recently in my life, and I'm currently walking through that process. And one of the biggest things that I have come to terms with is the letting go of the time frame of this healing process and letting it be what it is. 
hanging on to the really raw and amazing moments and good moments that happen that maybe are mundane (laughs) and like our kids just being sweet because sometimes that's not the case Um, and really holding on to those moments um, because that's what pushes us to the next and letting go of that time frame of thinking that, oh, when this happens, I'm going to feel this way. I'm going to be out of it. And actually just riding along this process um, and seeing it as God's orchestrating it. And he does not make any mistakes. He is going through everything with a fine tooth comb. And he knows exactly what he's doing for he knows the plans for us in Jeremiah 29, 11, it says, and when we can let go and fully trust, that is where God begins to move. And it's also where we begin to see him moving. Oftentimes, like I said before, trust and surrender are easy to say, but when we walk in it, it's a, it's sometimes a moment by moment choice to switch our thoughts, to remind ourselves that no, God has it. No, God has it. And praying incessantly, time after time after time, there's been times where I think I've been in prayer basically all day. And I'm just catching myself saying, in Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' name, amen. Because I'm not sure where I'm starting and where I'm ending. Um, but that is what is required of us in this process to fully lay down everything that we may be going through the life bomb that's happening, the control that we don't have any of at the foot of the cross and trusting that God has it and he will provide and also asking for glimmers of his goodness, asking for him to shine through so we can see him working and then we can glorify. And it's this beautiful cog in the wheel of seeing movement happen, even if it's in a slow motion pace, but he is working. And I recently had a devotion that I absolutely love. This book, I'll link it um, in the show notes for you. It's called Seeing Beautiful Again. And um, it's not only for people that have gone through something big. I think it's really monumental in many different ways. Um, And it's a devotional. And in one of the devotions, it spoke about the man at the fountain that was paralyzed and Jesus, he'd been there for years, this man, and um, could never get to the fountain to be healed and was always looking for other people to help him get to the fountain. Um, But obviously everyone that's there is looking for healing, so they want it for themselves. And so Jesus walks up to this man and simply asks, do you want to be healed? And the man's response is, but no one will help me get to the fountain. And in this devotion, it talks about how we ourselves in maybe healing or trusting or surrendering, or even when we ask God for a prayer when we ask him to move or to do something, right? That we often have an excuse 
or say, when this happens, then I'll do this. So for example, if you're healing, well, when the other person apologizes, then I will begin my healing and forgiveness and will forgive them. Or um, for instance, this man at the fountain, Jesus asked if he wanted to be healed. Jesus knew he wanted to be healed because he has been sitting at this fountain for years. But the man put an excuse and said, well, no one's helping me. And it, it showed this beautiful picture of in anything that we're going through, it's an us and Jesus. It's an us and God. It's an us and Holy Spirit decision, not weighed down or back or on someone else's doing. It's a decision between us and God. Jesus didn't ask if anyone else could help him be healed or if, if that there was a condition of if you can get someone to walk you to me, I will heal you. It was a do you want to be healed? Basically, tell me yes or no. And this man thought that he had to rely on someone else for his own healing. And a lot of times, me included, I believe I put responsibilities on other people first before taking it myself up with the Lord and saying, this is a me and God situation, and I will show up how he asked me to. It's a yes for me, God, and it's a trusting that you're doing the work in the other person if that's the case. And so when I read this, it hit me of a, um, I don't know if you've ever felt stuck, if you've ever felt um, maybe like there is a guardrail or something that was holding you back from progressing. This is kind of how I felt in this healing process of, and I didn't know it until I was reading this passage um, we get so conditioned on conditions on I won't until this happens first, or maybe even thinking in our he- heads of I can't receive this until I go through this first, or until they say this, or until I feel a certain way. So, where in your life are you? Is God calling you to take full radical responsibility for yourself and your actions that are maybe keeping you stuck and behind this barrier that God just wants to throw down and crumble, but you're the one that's keeping it up because of your conditions? What would happen if you took those conditions to the cross and you said, Lord, even if this person doesn't apologize, even if this person isn't forgiven, even if that diagnosis comes back this way, even if my friend does move, even if I'm just making up examples. But all of these conditions are barriers. They're like little, they're like taller than a speed bump that you can't quite get over, like those poles at the the mall that people 
that they have up so people can't like drive through those big yellow or red poles like they have at Target. Those are our barriers, our excuses, our this has to happen first, God, until he wants us to take those and lay them down so he can get rid of them and we can have a clear path to his plans for us. So examine, take time today um, as you're listening to this to think of where could you be blocking yourself, blocking the blessings, blocking what he has for you in a season that maybe you were saying that you're surrendering and trusting, but you still have these conditions and it may take some digging or some thought, but where is there radical responsibility that needs to be taken like this man with the mat that Jesus said, get up, take your mat and go and miraculously heal this man. Where can you be miraculously healed today in your walk with the Lord? I encourage you to take some time to really stew on this and to think about where in your walk can you lay down some stuff for him to take off your shoulders. Take a deep breath and let it go, sister. So, so proud of you. I hope you're encouraged today and we will um, be connected with you next week. Thank you so much for listening to the Fuel by Faith podcast. We would love it if you could go and leave us a five-star review and how this podcast is impacting you. This will help us move the needle forward to get this podcast out to more and more communities, more and more women that need to be fueled by faith.